Hey guys, awesome episode today. Rematching on an app and a girl who's wifey material. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. J-Train Podcast, this is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And let me reverse it now. <laughs> reverse it. Tell a friend. Tell a coworker. Some of you tell your friends, and I want to thank you. Others of you are stealing. You're stealing from me. You're taking my thoughts. Mm. You're taking the entertainment from me. I need you to tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, anyone with ears. Make it your Instagram stories. Oh, my God. When you guys make it your Instagram stories and you tag a bitch, tag a bitch, hashtag tab, hashtag tag a bitch, it makes me feel so GD good. So good. Oh, my God. It is as if I'm out in a meadow. Okay, I'm out in a meadow and I'm just great. You know those meadows where it's just like birds chirping all around and that those are the birds. And all of a sudden I decide I'll take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. You know, normal, take my shirt off. Then you take your shirt off. You say, "Wow, it is really dewy out here." I think I should take my pants off. And I do. And one of those birds, I put my finger out. And one of the birds flies down to my finger, just like I'm, just like I'm Cinderella. And it lands on my finger. And I go, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo, tweet, tweet. Yeah, there's the bird. Tweet, tweet. Hey, Mr. Bird. And then I take the finger with the bird on it, and I reach it behind my legs. And I, the bird flutters its wings against my balls. Oh. Did you hear it? That's the bird fluttering his wings. That's what it feels like when you guys make it your Instagram story and tag a bitch. That's right. And you got to keep doing it because we got to grow. J-Train's got bill to, bills to pay. Okay? And you got you to gotta, rent is due every day. What's the, what's the Rocks t-shirt? Success isn't owned, it's leased, and rent is due every day. Every day. What a douchey <laughs> What a douchey line. Can you imagine someone actually saying that to you? <laughs> Success isn't owned, it's leased, and rent is due every day. Oh my god. Also you're gonna die no matter what, so maybe just float. Maybe float That's around. Say. Float around until the <laughs> till death knocks on your door. Yeah, it's, it's coming. Way. Yeah, it's you coming. don't know when, you don't know how. Success doesn't dictate death. No, that's right. Death is coming. Death, yeah, <laughs> death is coming. What a what a what a bright way to join the podcast. It makes me feel so much better though. When you know there's no getting away death, it's like, well, there's no, there's nothing. So I'll just yeah relax. Nothing. Until it none comes. of this matters. None of this matters, man. Yeah. I'll just fucking float around. I'll just go on this podcast and talk about talk a, about death a, with a, a, a bird <laughs> on my nuts. <laughs> yeah, man. We're living. How much I, we I gotta say, we are living life right. Oh, the only way. 
The only way. Yeah, man. Up here in Valhalla. What do you call this place? Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. <laughs> That's I call my apartment here in Harlem. Very excited to have this guest here, an OKP. Original key player. He chimed in a little early. I was. I, I thought you were looking at me as if, why aren't you talking? No, I'm happy you chimed Uh-oh. in. Oh, guest chiming in early. Yeah, just making sure <laughs> that the audience Who's knows. voice is that? Our voice guy. <laughs> Greg I pay him a million dollars. Greg Stone is here. The audience. Uh, great guest alert. The great guest oh, alert. Greg like Stone. So pumped to have you. And OKP. How you been, buddy? Great. Uh, uh, bad news, though. Uh-oh. I'm out of your demographic, man. What What happened? You, I got married. Oh, shit. You know me, man. I'm married now, dog. You can be married and listen to this show. Why are you going to... Why you gotta put lev- limits on us? We no just limits. said death could come anytime. You're damn right. No limits. Do whatever you want. And then you say, "Well, I wouldn't listen to this show." I, I did not I'm say married. that. I did not say that. I would level always listen to the show. I listen to anything you do. You write down <laughs> on uh, to go fuck myself in a letter. You mail it to my home. I'm gonna open it. And I'm gonna kiss it. I'm gonna send it back. I'm gonna say thanks for sending this. <laughs> I like that. You got damn right. Thanks for sending the go fuck myself letter. <laughs> what do you, so you're married now? You know. Well, yeah. I hope well, I told the you. Listener, I know you're married, but <laughs> I, sure, you did it. I in didn't the, tell anyone. You did it in a way that you know a woman wouldn't necessarily brag about she does your girl might she not every woman if you told she's enlightened i feel like i know the listeners a little bit you Mm -hmm. know we just did five sold out shows at gotham thank you very much everybody (laughs) four sold out shows but there was a fifth one added and we don't know uh i should thank them because this is coming out on tuesday for coming but i don't even know how it went so I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. It Death went great. could come before. It killed. <laughs> it killed. You killed, it killed? You killed. Okay. Uh, so you had seven more shows. I know that you had, we had, kept adding shows. <laughs> you're technically on stage right now doing a show. Yeah. Because you have to keep going. They were like, we're going till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. um, what would, you know, I, I just know the listeners of this show, if I explain to them mm-hmm. how you got married, they would do the, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Do you have that reaction? Do you, tell the story of how you guys got married. Yeah, no, well, they don't, they don't, uh, yeah, well, I'll just tell you what happened. So, we were going to get married in March. Instead, we got married in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, her Always good to just rush it ahead. Yeah, well, you know, it's only been 10 years. Mm-hmm. So she was like, uh, she didn't want to do a wedding. She was like, I don't want to party. I don't want to yeah. be fucking, I hate these people. I do, don't want to do plan you feel like? Do you ever feel like when she said, I don't want a wedding, do you ever that moment where you're like, this is a trick? No, because I kind of wanted a wedding more. Oh, okay. And I was kind of pushing, and she could be like, no. And I'm like, come on, what about like a, like a karaoke band? And she's sure. like, no. I'm like, what about? A karaoke you, band. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I kept like pushing for more like yeah. more formal stuff, and she was like, I don't really want to do any of that. And I'm like, well, whatever makes you happy, fine. This is your day more than mine. Yeah. Do you, that, do you have that? I would feel that way. I'd be like, this is you know, the wedding. I could do or do with or do without it. Yeah. But this is for you. This is for you. What do you want? Yeah, and she wanted... Almost so, almost not to marry me. That's how little she wanted. <laughs> she was. Uh, Why don't we just break up? <laughs> yeah, we just move on. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, "Oh, you know, I just want to do city hall because I want to get, I want to do city hall in New York, cause where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You know, she was born in New York, and she's like, that's what I want to do. Maybe friends will come, maybe some family. Yeah, that's it. Uh, her family just decides to go to. She's from Thailand. Just decides to go to Thailand. Just be, up and goes for somebody else's wedding. <laughs> Another like, wedding. Yeah, and she goes. That's when I'm getting married, and her mom goes. Uh, that's okay. You just get married another day. And we were like, what? <laughs> Are you crazy, Dad? This is hilarious. Yeah. Like crazy rich Asians. Yeah. Well. We're out of here. Yeah. we, we Yeah. She's just like, uh, well, her parents, like, they, they had like, some family out there. That, okay. Or some shit. And, I, and she, I don't think she you realized. You can't really change the date of a Thai wedding. 
Yeah. Well, she also like she just figured because we were going to City Hall anyway that maybe mm-hmm. she didn't realize, but we were doing it on our ten year anniversary. Ah. So she was like. Oh, now I feel bad. That's what she said. <laughs> we got, it's all right. Now, for those listening at home, this is how her mom sounds. Yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't what any Thai person sounds like, except Tita's mother. <laughs> who I I just I just think it's so. So then you just go to City Hall. And no, no, no. There's a little more. Okay. There's a few more. It's, you know, stop me when it gets boring. But no, no, it's not boring. I just know it's so funny to me because I'll talk about weddings on stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And women get so specifically judgy yeah. about weddings. Or I'll be hosting and I'll be like, when do you guys get married? And they'll go, oh, we had a small ceremony. I go, well, how big? And they'll go, you know, like uh, 350 people. And then everyone Ooh. in the room. And then, the, the, you know, you'll just see the women go, like, take out their, like, their notebook of the stats that they believe <laughs> are the right stats yeah, yeah, and the wrong stats. What makes a big, small, medium? Like, they'll, yeah. and they're like, Ugh, that's small? You yeah, know, like, yeah. and, and I'll be like, like, I have a joke about going to a destination wedding, and I'll say it's in South Carolina, and girls in the crowd go, well, that's not a destination. I'm like, it's a destination. It's a destination. What the, City Hall is a destination for us. I yeah. get on the train. So, tell you, but I, I would imagine you tell this story to certain people. And they go, well, what's wrong with the relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. We've been together for 10 yeah. years. We're doing better than your thing where he yes. doesn't text back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. We are so in yeah. sync. It's <laughs> wild. Okay. So she go, So she was, in her whole thing, she wanted to go to City Hall and then go to Thailand. We'll do something in Thailand. We'll, we'll just go and at some point. So the, the trip will be our thing. The trip That's will be our we'll thing. Our and people could come and maybe they do, maybe they don't, whatever. Mm. Um, so we were thinking about doing a Thailand. We're not, she's still not even like sold on that. I think she just wants to go to Thailand. Okay. And like, she doesn't really care so we we fucking reschedule it for uh february 15th now i didn't understand that february 15th was the release of my album yeah also the day before it i think you remember i got a kidney stone yes you got kidney stones so i literally going into my wedding flying on percocet <laughs> high out of my fucking head i kept trying to run and yeah. i thought it was like a fun bit and every time they would be like you'd have to go to another step to get a number and i go and i would just sprint away and then <laughs> and then tita would laugh and the guy would go uh you know and yeah what i realized is they would never laugh at this joke the reason they don't laugh at this joke is because in city hall that shit actually happens. People, people are like, "No, we're not doing this." That's the hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you're gonna run. It's yeah, usually there more. Yeah, you don't. People, you know, there's a lot of glorification to the city hall wedding, mm. but nine out of ten city hall weddings are like, "All right, let's get this done." Like, yeah, yeah. fuck it, let's do it. You know, I will say though, there's a lot more though that are also just people who are like, "Oh, we're getting married somewhere else, another country." We ah. have to just do this because this is legally how you have to do it. Get it done. Get it done. Sure. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, could Anthony come? I want my best friend to come. And she sure. was like, no one is coming. We hired a photographer. And at first I was mad. I was like, oh, I want somebody to be there. Mm. And uh, then I realized that this was, he's the smartest because I'm a comedian. So mm. I'm always on. If yeah. Anthony's this there. This turned you off. What? This turned you off. Well, no. St- well, well, if Anthony was there, you'd be performing yes. for Anthony. This yes. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Now it's the Anthony show. Yeah. And Instead of the Tita show. The Tita show. Yeah. And so this was a full day. We woke up early. We This is like all her favorite things. Mm. We went to the Shake Shack, Experimental Shake Shack, because she loves Shake Shack. Okay. So we go to the Experimental Shake Shack. There's an Experimental Where they try all types the of new shit. Kitchen. Yes. So what are they tested? Oh, all types of great new chicken sandwiches okay, and milkshakes yeah, and love shit that. like that. Uh, also, I'm like, why the fuck do you want to get married on this Friday? Let's just wait or do whatever. And she goes, uh-uh, I got boys to men tickets. I want to get married and go see boys to men. There we go. And I went, you fuck, all right. Like, she just, these are just all the things yeah, she really wanted to do. It's like a 15-year-old billionaire. Yes. I want a, yeah. chicken sandwiches and french fries yes. and boys to men. 
And we've been to a million weddings, and we're always the party people at the mm. weddings. And she's like, I see these. That's I hate a, these. <laughs> that's hilarious. We're always the party people yeah. at the wedding. It's a scary and good thing at the same yeah. time. You never know how that person, you know, like, oh, man, Greg's going to come. He's the party guy. Uncle Sloppy. Uncle, Uncle Sloppy is in the house. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Sloppy. Well, we get invites sometimes. You know, we know that you're going to dance. We know that you're going to have a good time. We know sure. you're going to bring the party. And we've just been to so many weddings that it's just like, yeah, we see that the people, the grooms aren't having a good time. Yeah. No one's having a good time. They're, they're, they're on a work trip. Yeah. And we yeah. want, and like, man, she's been with me through thick and fucking thin. You know, just the. Oh, we know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. And like, we finally got some money. We finally got our own place. And sure. she's like, I don't want to fucking spend this no. on a dumb party. Let's spend it on something we're really going to enjoy. And- yeah. And I, 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 I was kind of worried. I was like, she's not going to have a good time, but then we'll double down and have a good time in Thailand. Sure. But she loved it. Like, she it's was great. like, it was the best thing. It for is, her. it is great. And I'm, you know, I know that she loved it and you loved it. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny to me how judgy people get yeah. with weddings. Like I watched that show Four Weddings. Yeah. And it's like four women go to each other's weddings and then judge them. Oh. And you're my like, God. and you just watched how these women react relate to each other on yeah. this. And they'll bring their husbands to the wedding and the husbands are just like sitting there drinking, like yeah. hanging. And the women are just like, Well, I don't know about that dress. And then oh, I didn't really like the nightclub theme. And you're like, Nobody can be happy for yeah. anyone else. Ugh. So I would imagine some people you like, like just the worst people. You go up to them, and you're like, "Yeah, we did the courtroom thing." They're like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, and I mean, like none of my friends, no one I. Well, I did it. No one, I'm yeah, <laughs> other than me. Yeah, and like none of her friends seem to care. I feel like crowds when I brought it up, people going, mm, they're like, "Oh, what?" That's happened? crowds. That would be the number one. And I go, and I go, and then I then it's great for me because then I go, "No, fuck you." Yeah, yeah. You're the one who's wrong. You're assholes. you're the one who doesn't know how to break a mold, and you have to live the life you yeah, were told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then it just you know like then and I then you just, go like, your your whole death could come tomorrow for all of you. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> it's waiting outside the Wait, door. The, 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 the Grim Reaper's coming for all of you. Just yeah. turns in your every show you do turns into telling everyone they're yeah. gonna die. Dude, it's crazy how people are just stuck in their own minds. They do the things they think they have to do, and it's like, well, that's you a, don't have to do any a of lot that of shit. these emails kind of hinge on that. Yeah, a lot of the emails I get are all hinge on like, is this the right thing? Is this the wrong thing? How? And it's like, there's no rules yeah. to this whole thing. What brings you joy? Everyone has gotten happiness from every version of the move. Yeah, and you know what? Tita told me that was so great. I go, well, what if you regret it? What if you say this is it? What I wanted? I mm-hmm. want to have a party. She goes. Then we'll have a party next year. Then we'll year. do it next year. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, why wouldn't we just do it again? And I go, well, we'd already be married. He goes, well, we'll get married again. Who gives a shit? We'll have somebody else say a thing. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's not like you're having a second wedding. Yeah. That would piss people off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A first wedding, <laughs> yeah. no one's going to give a shit. You could have it any- You could have it 30 years from yeah. now. We'll all go, you never had one. Let's yeah. do it. She And then she does this shit. Sorry. She said this. I thought go. this was great. I go, well, then no, we're not going to make any money. No one's going to give us any gifts. And she goes, if I want money, I'll make my own money. Boom. And I went, Whoa, oh, my God. Oh, holy shit. All and right, like, girl. Fuck damn. me now. <laughs> <laughs> we're pumped to have you back. Very, we're all excited. The studio audience is pumped for you. The wedding. We're, yeah, we're, you know, everyone here is just so happy for you and Tita. Um, you and Shelby. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're really, and the studio audience. We're all very excited. Hey. Uh, but listen, Greg has a new wife. He's got a new apartment. Give me the address. Also, got a new album. God bless. A new album. Mm. Okay. So if you're listening right now, Greg is an OKP of this show, original key player. <laughs> if you're listening, I always say the perfect, the peanut butter and jelly of audio is podcasts and stand up albums. Mm. 
They go together. Mm. They, they're they married. Because mm. you can get out, you say, I've had enough of J-Train. Pick up, go on iTunes, Apple Music, right? Yeah. Apple Music, any other, where's the, where any do they things. get it? Anywhere any, you can get anything. Anywhere you can get anything. Yeah. Jo- go to a TJ Maxx. Go to a TJ Maxx, <laughs> which I found out in Glasgow is TK Maxx. Why'd they change it? I don't know, but it's the same fucking signal. It's everything. The same you shit. You in Glasgow? Oh, I knew this. Yeah, yeah. Do you do shows there? What'd yeah, you we go did some for? shows. It was great. It was like the Glasgow Comedy Festival. Oh, is that like... The, I feel like that's a big thing. I didn't think it was a big thing until I went. And I went, oh, this is great. I mean, it was weird. It was like all these shows. Everyone there is great. It was super fun. But it was Glasgow. That's big. Glasgow... It's Glasgow. Yeah, they yell at you. If you Glasgow. say Glasgow. 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 What country is that? Scotland? Nobody knows. And no. I don't know. And I refuse to know. TK Maxx. TK Maxx. Well, you can't get the album there. No. <laughs> you can get the album. Greg has a, has, a, has a comedy album that I love. I own it. It's a, and I'm not just, I'm not just, uh, what is the hair clubs from Ed and Line? Well, you're not a client. I'm you're also, also a, a client. <laughs> yeah. So I have the album, and I'll tell you all, you're going to love it. So go on iTunes or Apple Music or Stitcher, wherever you get this listening device. Mm. The Amazing Greg Stone, it's called. The Amazing Greg Stone. All of you go pick it up. The album's great. Where'd you tape it? The Creek in the Cave. The Creek in the Cave. Perfect. <laughs> um, it's so much fun. Greg's hilarious. At What's your Instagram? Greg's. Stone, Greg F. Stone. Greg F. Stone. Greg F. Stone. At Greg F. Stone. I'll have it on my Instagram. Go follow. Go support. But the album is fantastic. Thanks, And buddy. I've seen... I saw it all come together over years of friendship <laughs> and shows together. I know. They cut the ceiling bit, though. They, I had to cut the ceiling bit. Oh, come on. <laughs> For those at home, if you don't know this, Greg one time tried to, to do a joke about stealing at an open mic, and yeah. I've been making fun of him about this joke. For maybe seven years. (laughs) For seven years. But we should also add that Gary Goldman did almost the exact same joke later, (laughs) and it was unbelievable. And I pushed you away from doing it. (laughs) Stealing? Do you think it's funny that you're stealing, Greg? Yeah. And you shamed me. I shamed you. I said, stealing? What do you... (laughs) Oh, you just like stealing? Yeah. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, listen, that's why we write to edit. That's what I've really learned from this. We write to be judged by our friends. Yes, that's right. So let's do some emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Greg Stone, at Greg F. Stone, the amazing amazing Greg Stone's the album. Go check it out. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Hi, Jared. Big fan of the podcast. As someone who's who's back in the dating world after a while, it has been super helpful. A friend told me about it, and now I tell everyone, including the Insta stories, thank you. Now for my question. I've been single for about a year now after getting out of a long-term relationship four and a half years. And I want to be dating, but it's just not happening for me. I'm 24 and feel like I have my shit together. Great job that I love. Good apartment. Cute dog, etc. Overall, I would consider myself a little bit of a catch. I've been on Hinge and have started going out more, but nothing is happening for me. I never got a date from Hinge and don't get any interest on other forms of social media either. Guys also don't really talk to me or approach me when I'm out. She's... She's painting a very sad picture. Oh, yeah. It's got to be going better than this. What a catch. <laughs> the two guys I have gone on dates with, uh, one a coworker set me up with his son, and two a guy from my hometown who also lives in my new city and reached out to me. It goes well for a month or two and then just falls fails without a real reason. Am I doing something wrong? A few of my friends have told me I'm too wifey. If that makes any sense, meaning guys don't feel they can be casual with me like it's all all or nothing play. Is that even something guys think about? Yes. 
The thi- I'm saying that. The other thing uh, I've heard is the majority of my friends are male, and I'm the only female on my team at work, and my friends think that it might be considered an issue for guys I'm trying to date. Is that really a big deal? There's not never been any hookups. There's never any, been any hookups, so I don't see an issue. What am I doing wrong here? Any help would be appreciated. I've also attached a picture for reference. Okay. She's left very right. cute. Left or right. She's got to be the girl. I think that one's wearing a wedding dress. Yeah, but sometimes so, you do that. You do that to <laughs> you like. You wear a wedding dress to the wedding? That's <laughs> yeah. what you do? <laughs> Show her that you're, she's very you're cute. better at it. Shelby, yeah, do you have a celebrity cute. comparison? She is She's uh, very pretty. She's yeah. a very attractive woman. This girl on the right, right here, also right here. Do you have a celebrity comparison, Shelby? He'll take a second. Do you have any thoughts on this email um, You know, after hearing it? Uh, I don't know. It's it's always hard for me. I, I say that like the the key thing is I always think the key move is uh, try to you know go out with if you do their Tinder thing you meet people if they're funny yeah just listen and laugh yeah anybody who and then like you sprinkle your shit in you know <laughs> <laughs> and then you trick them and then you slowly you, you so you lie you lie, laugh at their jokes <laughs> so you lie that's your that's your advice to this person yeah tell them you like oh you know I work for the governor and get you any Yankees tickets you want it's really not a big deal <laughs> then he's like wait where's these Yankee tickets oh I lied oh, we're already married we're married yeah, yeah, yeah. oops um, I, I'll say this to her reading her email made her sound serious to me yeah even her email to me I was like oh she's looking to date so then she's looking for someone who's serious but this is not the point though she's like she's here's where i was like i've been single for about a year now i've been getting out of a long-term relationship four and a half years i want to be dating but it's just not happening for me i'm 24 and i feel like i have my shit together great job good apartment cute dog overall i consider myself a catch but i've been and so like when i hear that stuff it feels like some guys are acutely aware of when they're just being fit into this cardboard cutout of the boyfriend oh yeah that's fun you know what i mean yeah who wants that no one wants that where it could be any guy yeah yeah. yeah oh yeah. you have all and i'm not saying i'm looking to get married you're uh, you're next you're next i yeah. want the di- you know i want first date to lead to second date to lead to third date to lead to meet the parents to lead to yeah. the engagement like the, to me she's not sloppy enough and i and i mean that <laughs> she does look very um, you i guess put together even with her picture i look at her and i go this is and this isn't like i hate to say this cuz like the response could be oh you're intimidated by a well put together woman that's not what guys are intimidated by what guys are intimidated by is you, you might not be that fun yeah yeah everything's like you know fun is Going going on a dating app, the most fun I had via the dating apps was yeah. was when I was like, when I would match with someone, then that night the girl would go, I'm out right now, come meet up. And yeah, I go, fun. whoa, yeah, 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 adventure, whoa. And I'm saying, and there might be girls rolling their eyes at that statement going, oh, you just want to fuck. No, yeah. you can just be with your friends, be fun. Spontaneity. And I, spontaneity. Huge. I think she needs to insert a little more into their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, she's got a dog that's replacing a boyfriend, and you know she's you know, and she goes, "Well, I have to be home to walk the dog." Uh, that's you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. this is the. I, I'm, yeah, what I'm, kind of fun is this? I'm painting a picture of who I think she is via her meme. I don't want to date someone where it feels like I've been with them for 50 years. Exactly. I want to date the. We could get there. We can get. But there. I want to have the fun first. I want to be new. I want to be crazy. I, I want to be, be new. new. I want to be fun. Like you know, I mean, I had my girlfriend on the podcast a couple episodes ago. No. People, people really oh. enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but. You can if you go back and listen to that episode, you can hear that like we didn't really like it didn't start with like date one and then we went on yeah. the next week we went on day two then we started doing sleep it didn't go that way for yeah, us yeah yeah and and 
that and I'm one of those guys that just like you're saying, like I'm like I wasn't out there looking to date at the time. I wasn't looking to be in anything serious. Yeah. But I was looking to have fun with someone. Yeah. And and feel like I was things were happening a little off the yeah. cuff. And also fun, this kind of fun, it's your finishing move. You don't have to do it all the time. You mm. bust it out when you need it. Like yeah. you do fun and then when you get married, then you bring the fun down and you bust it out every now and again. It's and especially when your friends say I'm too wifey. They're saying that you're not that's a nice way of saying you're a little bit anal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. But it's nice sometimes, but it's okay. I'm not saying that's a bad No, no, no. But yeah, but it's to that like the thing with my wife is that I'm very spontaneous and crazy and running around and she's very grounded. Yeah. And that is what makes us great together. Sure. But she can't open with that shit. No, no. She no, had no, to no, show no. me the other part a little bit. You have to be willing to compromise a little bit. Freaking freak in the sheets, lady in the streets type of shit. <laughs> it, 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 that line resonates for a lot of people. <laughs> and and but I'm saying when your friends say you're too wifey, yeah, that yeah. is that is them going, yeah, you you know, you're you know, you're you're like my mom. Yeah, yeah. You know, you do you you and it's like that's okay, but just don't be surprised when a 24-year-old guy you meet on a dating app runs away from that. Sure. If you're now, what I'd say to her also, if you're like, "No, I like the way I am. I don't want to be fucking crazy. I don't want to meet up at a bar with my friends. I don't want to do that. Date older." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, the, I, the, the 24-year-old guys do not have it together. Yeah, play yeah. play the numbers. I'm not saying there's no 24-year-old guy that wants that, but you're going to find a lot more 34-year-old oh. guys that want that than 24-year-old guys. Love to not go out. Yes. Would love to just stay they, home, they want be the, tired. Yeah, and, be in a, <laughs> and, and sleep in an apartment that has nice bedding. Yes. You know, yeah. Guys that are 34 care about that. Guys that are 24, 25, 26, 27. Yeah. You're not, not going to find that as much. And yeah. that's why they're running away a little bit. Sure. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. We're sponsored. We are sponsored. We are sponsored. <laughs> I'm watching you look for the email. I'm looking for the email. <laughs> we are sponsored, baby. We are so sponsored. Fanny, where are you? Harry. Where's Harry? Um, You read the email. I'll do a story. Me undies. Harry's at home. Me undies. Me undies. Oh, me undies. Oh, I love. Oh, I was thinking about your brother Harry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whenever I think of Harry's Shave Club, I always think of your brother Harry. I thought he owned it. No, I was pretty sure that your brother owned that hair club. (laughs) He doesn't own it, and they also don't sponsor. Well, I hate hate them. So thanks for bringing them up. Um, I like me undies. Is what I like. I love me undies because you get a new pair. Ooh, love me undies. 15% 15% off your first pair. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. You probably spend about 90% of your life in your underwear. So you don't think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town. That's why I only wear MeUndies. Listen, I'm a huge fan of MeUndies. One, they're comfortable. Mm. Two, they get sent right to you. So like no more, no more going through your, you know, oh, I need underwear. Shit. There's no underwear. You can have a bunch sent to you right now, ready to go. And you need a refresh. Yeah. Oh Let yeah. me just tell you all right now. Your underwear is awful. It's gross. It's ripped. You need a refresh. This is the easiest, best way to do it while also getting some free money from your Papa JT. Mm. 
So not only will you feel feel like your loins are being hugged by joy itself, but MeUndies gives you multiple style options for both men and women. So I do like, I do like that there's options for the, you know, you can be fancy, you can be funny. Both in, you know, ver- literal style, your brief, your thong, your boxer, yeah, all or uh, patterns. They even have men can now try the new boxer brief with a fly. Which is the same great cut as boxer brief, but now with an additional option for guys who prefer to go through the gate versus over the fence. What are you guys? Are you through the gates or over the fence people? People who go through the gates have bodies hidden somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Who has that kind of time? It is wild. (laughs) I've never been through the gates. I'm an over the fence guy. Shelby? Over the fence. Yeah. (laughs) But if this is your preference, you can get a a fly. Fly Here's people who go through the gate. Are hiding STDs? Ooh, maybe. that's that's because they're not pulling their pants down. I'm sure Meandies wanted that in their their ad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not promoting. So Meandies has a great offer for everybody for, underwear. For even if you have STDs, this is for you. Okay, Meandies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first time purchasers, when you uh, uh, when you buy Meandies, you get 15 percent off and free shipping. 15% off the most comfortable undies you'll ever put on. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's a good deal. I kind of want to try them. Get them. I heard they're great. Use you them. just now. They're great. Soft? Here with Greg Stone. Oh, they're the softest. <laughs> I, I will say that. The Amazing Greg Stone. That's the album. Mm. All of you guys should go get it. It's a great thing for a road trip. I think podcasts are good for like commute and your daily, you know, the gym. Mm. I think a stand-up album is specifically good for a road trip. Special. It's a special time. Yes. Um. Uh, this is a long one. Ooh, I like this one. Rematching with someone. J Train, to make this short, I've been on and off the apps for a few times in the past few years. Mostly I just get bored with them in, in a town and with limited options. I matched with a guy last time I was on Bumble, probably four or five months ago, made small talk for a day, and then it just didn't go anywhere. I recently redownloaded the apps and we matched again. Is there a non awkward way to start another conversation or should I just forget about it? I would just like to go as a I would I would just let it go as a lost cause. But like I said, there is a there aren't many options where I live, and this guy and I seem to have a lot in common, so I wouldn't mind trying to at- talk to him again and see what happens. Just want to say I love the pod as uh, as well as you up, and wanted to say thanks for making my work days a little less boring. So what do you think, Greg? Rematching on the app, mm-hmm. how does she... It's a, it's so a female. So they went on a date, and it didn't go well? No. So a lot of times with these dating apps is you'll talk with someone, you'll match. Yeah. You'll talk with them. It doesn't go anywhere. You'll go away, and then maybe you'll download a new dating app, or uh, you'll or you'll go back to the same one, and you'll match again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's kind of wondering what's what do you do when you match again? Did you just? I mean, I would in my mind, I just be like, I just go for it again. Yeah. Why the hell not? I think with the the set when the when we match again with people, and this used to happen to me a lot, and a lot of girls they want to know like, well, if we keep matching, why don't we go on dates? He says he likes me, and it's like. A lot of times, matching is just enough. You get the dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, do I want to go on a date with this person? Is this a... Yeah. I'm not saying she shouldn't... I think I agree with you. Hey, but I wouldn't give it... Don't give it the same amount of 
bullshit talk you gave before. Yeah, of course. So, sure, yeah, yeah, so yeah. the you know the second one doesn't have to match the first one. Just be so. I would be anytime I would rematch with someone. If you're out there doing that, you go and you say to yourself, "Hey, this seems like someone I should go out with." Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, stranger. Yeah. It's been a while. Mm. LOL. I mean, be fun or whatever. And then you say, "Let's do drinks this time." Yeah. You don't need to go, and, and if he if he can't do it then or she can't do it then, they don't want to do it. Yeah. All they wanted, and you shouldn't take it personally. All they wanted to know: Do they think I'm still hot? Yeah, that's all they want to know. And no, and 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 a no or a failure. And it's a is normal thing. It's a normal thing for people to go. Does this person still think I'm hot? Yeah. You know, who cares? I'm still hot. Still, and so don't take it personally. Is my yeah, is but my it's point. like yeah, like a no is never the worst answer. No. You know what I mean? Like if she if he's like ah fuck this, and you go yeah great. Then okay, you know. great. Now, now you'll never, re- you'll, yeah, you'll never see this guy again. And so, but it, I think a lot of times the rematching happens out of laziness. A lot of people are like, "Oh well, we keep rematching on the app." And it's like, yeah, because this person doesn't want to leave the house with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they wanted, they wanted to look at you and go, ah, hmm, "This person still thinks I'm hot." Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that yeah. was enough for them. Yeah. So don't try and ru- drive someone else's bus and wonder what they're thinking when you never even fucking met them yet. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey, stranger, been a while. Oh, yeah. fancy seeing you again. I would say that shit. <laughs> You're still here? You're still here? I thought you would have been taken by now. Yeah. I mean, some people get frustrated with that. Yeah, okay. I but know. I think that's funny. I and don't know how any of this No, works. I think that's great. <laughs> right, Shelby? That's fun. I yeah. rematched with my wife, kind of, but like before internet. We, we went on a few dates. I didn't think it was a thing, and we got back together. Well, that brings us to our next email. What? Is timing a thing? What does that mean? Of course, time is a thing. The whole world is run by timing. <laughs> Everything in our lives is timing. I met a fantastic fella on a whim, online on a whim. I wasn't taking the app very seriously, but was instantly had great banter and met for drinks three days later. Yeah, that's how the apps work. Yeah. You go on there for fun, and you might meet someone you might not. Yeah. This is the thing. We've, we've put so much more importance into these apps than there should be. Yeah, yeah. Like, even the way that's written. I, 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 I love that they wrote in, but... I met a fantastic fellow online on a whim. No, you not on a whim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were on an app. You were on an app. That's the whim. Yeah. That's not a whim. That's not a whim. It's the app. I met a fellow on an app. I went there to date. Yeah. Found a guy. Yeah. Wasn't taking it seriously. Whim. You were doing yeah, it you right. Were, you weren't on, like you weren't playing Tetris on your phone. Yeah. You were on a dating app. That's exactly what that's for. It was a great first day. We went out for dinner the following night too. Anyways, we ended up dating for about seven weeks. We even deleted the apps because we were just really into it. He brought up deleting the apps just to make that clear. I met, uh, I met him during winter break. I'm 27. He is 30. He is getting his master's in social work and I just completed mine before meeting him. Things were going great. He treated me amazingly. I felt safe physically and emotionally. We had lots of fun and friends really dug me too. I knew I wanted to be his girlfriend. I'm still thinking about him two months later. Fast forward to two week seven. He's very busy. Like truly, it's not BS. He works a full-time job, has an internship, uh, and with school, he takes classes at night. Plus, he's in two bands. Yeah, that's what this I'm talking about. This guy's got a lot going on. I love this guy. Don't laugh. We're pretty good and gig around on the weekends. <laughs> gig around. I love people say gig around. Yeah, that's a very... This feels British. Um, so, yeah, he's busy as hell. He had de- a death in his family on top of school and everything. Starting up again, he ended with things with me because he felt that while he wants to continue seeing me and things were perfect as is, he doesn't have enough mental capacity right now to be in anything more. And she puts in parentheses a boyfriend. Although he said he wanted wanted to be there with me, he said it would be unfair to make me have to wait until early summer when he knew he wouldn't have the capacity for another person in his life. He takes relationships really seriously. Ah, stop it. 
Yeah. I'm I'm with you until he takes relationships really seriously. Yeah, yeah. No, when all our, all our parents were just kind of having fun with it. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, like, on a whim. He doesn't take them on a whim. Yeah, so I just don't like when people over... Whenever someone says they... When you overdo it, it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. Stop lying to me. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't he takes relationships really seriously and didn't want to be a, unable to give it his all. Social worker and genuinely respect people and probably thought he was doing the right thing for me. He also said, and Jared, you have made this abundantly clear on the podcast, that he was late to the game of figuring out what he wanted to do. And now he's 30 and interviewing for jobs. And he has to take this all very seriously and it has to be his top priority. I'm with him on that. When job comes first, it's yeah. hard to give mine to other people. But, okay. I was wicked bummed and said and responded well said well well and said I understood but I was fine with where things were right now. He said it was about him and he knew he was being selfish right now but he need, just needed to make himself the prior, priority. I've reached out a couple of times and mostly nothing has been responded to. He watches all my IG stories and I'm just wondering what all of this bullshit what's with what all of this bullshit or could it simply be have been poor timing? My question is, when he graduates, do I call? Congratulate him. Ask him to celebrate over a few beers. I can't just send a text uh, Send a text telling him I want to pick things up where we left off. I'd like to be a little bit more coy than that. After all, I was dumped. So is timing really a thing, or was I just told a very elaborate lie? Can I throw in on this? Please. So here's the thing, right? Relationships are like, you are like an apartment. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, if he's saying you're charging too much rent, mm. you can lower the rent. You know mm. what I mean? Like... If it's too much, well, it's like, well, then maybe, oh, yeah, I'm cool with seeing you once every four weeks. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? If that's a thing. So when, when these guys tell me this, I always lean with a little bit of like, he's just being nice. Maybe yeah. he's like, this isn't worth, like, if I only have an hour a week free, you're not worth my week an hour. Yeah. It sounds fucked up, but it's like, maybe there's just not a match there. Interesting. Uh, I'll go with you on the apartment um, analogy. Sure. I Ma- think metaphor? What are, I think analogy is good. Okay. Uh, on the apartment thing, the, if you went to your, the uh, who runs the apartment? Landlords. The landlord. I know you own everything. I own. I'm the landlord. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, if I went to my landlord and I go, I can't afford the the rise in rent. Yeah, yeah. They would go. How much do I want this guy here? Well, yeah. Uh, then you're gonna up. have to find a new place. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of that's what's this guy saying. I can't afford the rent. And then she goes, well, I'll lower the rent. And he goes, I don't want to do that to you. I'm going to move out. Yeah. And then. But who would do that? Who would look at their landlord and go, oh, less rent? Mm. I guess I'll go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, because she basically was like, no, I'll be here with you. I understand. I understand. And he goes, yeah, I guess you're He's right. He's choosing the streets. He's choosing to live out on the. Uh, yeah. Uh, instead of living in a place. Maybe he's not sure that you're okay with lowering the rent. Are you okay? Are you no, okay with No, but I, I've been in that situation, though, too, where I go, where I look at someone, I go, you're great. I, I think he's trying to be nice where he goes, you're great. Yeah. There's no reason for me to dump you other than I don't want to be responsible for you. Yeah. For and, your feelings. But, and for your feelings. Now I get I to live my this life. going to hurt you. Yeah. So what I will say to her, she asks, is timing a thing? I do think timing is a thing. I do think this can... I, I hate telling people that, like, well, wait around. But I would say to her, 
to go, I was I was going to go with the apartment thing, and I thought it was going to be better than I started saying it. No, I, I, like, I think it was pretty good. Though. No, but I'm saying if I was like, hey, the landlord, I need to lower the rent, and the landlord went, no. Okay, and then I would move out and try and find a new place. Mm-hmm. She needs to, I don't think she ever offered to lower the rent, though. Hold, let's redo this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get so he, deep. He, How are the carpets? <laughs> he's, the la- he's the landlord. She is the renter. Okay. He said, listen, rent's gone up. Mm-hmm. You can't afford it. You can't afford me. And then she goes, well, lower the rent, please. I, I, I can do this much. I'll do this much. Yeah. And then he goes, no, we got to hire the rent. I need this much rent. So then she moves out. Well, why doesn't she just say, well, I'll work double? <laughs> 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 Don't fuck this up. Don't We're fuck this up. I'm, 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 I'm halfway there. I swear, I'm halfway there. Yeah. This is going to make sense. She's saying, I'll pay less. And he goes, can I just pay less? Yeah. And he goes, no, move out. This is the only way I need to. So then she moves out. He might come to her. He might not find another tenant. Yeah. And he might come to you and go, hey, I've rethought this whole thing. Turns out I should have kicked you out. Turns out, would you want to move back? Hmm. But you still need to live somewhere else. So this is what I'm saying to her. You, if you want this to ever work out again, he needs to call you saying, I can't find someone to pay this rent. Yeah. But it can't be you saying, how was school? Congratulate. No, yeah. no, no. You have to leave. Yeah. You have to fully move out of this apartment. I think I did it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You can't do it where you go, well, I'll leave my stuff here in case, you know, in case you don't find anybody. No, 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 no. no. That's not how it works. No, because he knows you can have you back. Exactly. So you, so I'm saying to her, he's not. He's half lying to you. Yeah. He's trying to be nice, but he's also he's also like busy and things sure. aren't great right now and he's got a lot going on and he doesn't have the time to be responsible for you. Can you I- need to leave. I'm not saying and then when the school ends, you look at the date book and you go, Well, now's around the time he would come back to me. Yeah. And then you have a week where you kind of wait a little bit. Yeah. And then you're out. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta it be was- over. I want to throw this out there, too. Sure. Because something else from that e- this email is there is that chance that he is worried that he's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So the best thing you could do in that scenario is if you do talk at all, make sure he knows that he that you're strong without him. That like, hey, if, yeah, like this him not being there for you isn't going to destroy you. Well, that's 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 part of you saying goodbye. Stop texting yes. him. You're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Con- congratulations. Let him. He needs to come to you. You can't come to him. Yeah. And it's it's just not going to, you know. It's just not going to work out that way. Also, when you break up with someone, you want a reason. Mm. Women always ask for reasons. And when you don't say, well, I fucked another woman in our bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the only reason is busy, my band, we gig around on weekends. Yeah. I'm just not, uh, it's just not and hot it, anymore. And if life started so late for him and he's so worried about how life is going, why the fuck is he still doing two bands? He couldn't two get bands. out one band? You can't get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need any. J Train Podcast. If he's also in a band, he probably still doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. Yeah, that's that's probably part of it, too. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got another sponsor. Love this sponsor. Oh, yeah? Huge fan because I like that they took they took the perfume and cologne world and they turned it upside down. Oh, really? Are they doing poop smells? They're... <laughs> they haven't gotten in the poop industry yet. Because that wouldn't be good. There is no better feeling than someone coming up to you and saying, you smell amazing. What cologne are you wearing? 
problem is great cologne is expensive, and that means you don't get to change up scents as often as you want. Scentbird. Scentbird. Mm. Scentbird. Scentbird, I found a way to smell amazing without breaking the bank. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service that lets you discover new colognes without buying an entire bottle. Over 450 luxury brands, Versace, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Burberry, Prada. Scentbird.com keeps those compliments coming month after month. So here's what you do. You choose the cologne you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays. So it comes in its own. You don't have to. It doesn't have to come in that like fancy schmancy bottle. Mm. It comes in the 120 spray bottle, and it's enough to spray more than four times daily for a month. So if we're going to be honest here, you could just keep collecting 12 of these over the course of a year, and you're pretty much done. Yeah. With cologne forever. Forever. You could have your morning smell, your night smell, your weekend smell, your vacation smell. So listen, we have an exclusive offer for just J Train listeners. Sign up today to get 50% off your first month. Oh my God, people. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. To get like a bottle of this stuff would be like in the hundreds of dollars. You could get yeah. beautiful colognes yes. or perfumes for like $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash J Train. Use our coupon code J Train at checkout for 50% off your first month. That's S C that's S C E N T B I R D dot com slash J T R A I N scentbird.com slash J train to try your first cologne or perfume for just seven dollars and fifty cents. Sign on, smell amazing. Here with Greg Stone at Greg F. Stone on Instagram. Yeah. Got the album, the um, amazing Greg Stone. You didn't compliment me on how well I am. I'm doing it. Pretty much staying out of your ads. I think you've been great usually, the whole episode. I like when you. I, I like when them. you jump in. I don't want to ruin your. Uh, never. You've never <laughs> ruined one. Ad. That's why I keep having you back. A lot of people I don't have back well, anymore. Really? Name them right now. Uh, let me it, get my list out. <laughs> I, I keep a list under my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more email, then we'll do the news. That sound good? Me? Yeah. One more. <laughs> Who's your sound guy? Shelby. That's Shelby? Oh, one more yeah. email. That's you talking? Yeah. No. Shelby's got quite a... Bu- really? Quite a baritone out of this guy. Man, you should be fucking... That should be your main job. Thank you. The, he, this is the main... This is a great job. He does a great job with this podcast. Yeah, but he what could an be, insult. This guy could be the fucking uh, commercial guy. He could be the guy... No, in the news. In like, a world. Be, yeah, that yeah, should be Shelby. Doing in a world. In a world. Oh, my Whoa. God. Are you telling me? I didn't expect that. Oh my God! Why are, you should be doing that all the time. Just take that on as your new voice. You turn into a different person. Just I'm now. wet. <laughs> my butthole is all lubed up. Best friend in perpetual third wheel. Huge fan of the podcast. Uh, sending infinite feathers your way. My two closest friends at work. One male, one female, and I hang out basically every weekend, spending most of our free time together. Sometimes just two of us will hang out if the other is busy, but mostly we hang out as a group. I am the one who intruded introduced them and he always has been head over heels for her she always liked him too but was nervous because if we all work together it's a big company there are tons of couples i have always been supportive of them dating constantly trying to reassure them reassure her that it would be okay and not to worry about work because it's so common it's a decently common topic that comes up when i hang out with either one of them one-on-one do you make sense you get this yeah 
needs like a third wheel. Three people go to work together. One girl, one two girls, one guy. The guy likes the girl. The girl likes the guy, but she's afraid of it becoming a work thing. Yeah. So this one's kind of in the middle. This past weekend, I grabbed lunch with the girl and said, you guys really should go on a real date. To which she responded, oh, we are tonight. Whoa. Oh. I was really shocked. Neither of them had mentioned it. And if I hadn't said that, I don't think either of them would have ever would have. Ooh, there's a feeling of betrayal I was Ooh. sensing. I started asking more questions and found out that they have kissed and stuff multiple times before and more or less have actually been dating since the beginning of the year. Oh, boy. I felt blind. I felt a yes. little blindsided. I get that their relationship is their business, but since all three of us are so close and spend so much time together, I kind of felt like someone should have told me because it so directly impacts me and my social life. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't need all the details about the relationship, but it would have been nice to know that this huge shift was happening in the group. I was already starting to get a slightly odd vibe and feeling left out of things a little even before I found out. So my question is, do you think it's fair of me to expect them to have told me they were finally getting together? And how do I handle being the perpetual third wheel when we all hang out? I know they both really do care about me and their friendship. Uh, and I do genuinely support them dating. But now I feel like things could get weird very easily. What do you think? Well, first of all, no. None of your, this is a great email. No, yeah, really great. Yeah. Not you say. Not that it's none of your business. But in their minds, they're like, well, what if we hook up and it's bad? And then we tell yes, her. Yes, yes, yes. And exactly. then now you got to fucking deal with that. Mm-hmm. Two, look, if someone's out of the trio, it's going to be you. Yeah. So don't <laughs> act, you know, you can't be the one who's going to be like, y'all need to do this. Yeah. No, we need to keep fucking. Yeah. And you are now becoming the problem. You need to relax. Relax. Yeah. This is already such a sensitive, hard thing to even that we're doing. Yeah. You can't be the fucking one who ruins so, it. So I'll say this to her. You have no, you need to back off of what has happened. You're yeah. right. Yeah. They, you're totally, you're 130% right. They had a weird situation that they were trying to get through. Mm-hmm. You make that even more difficult for them. So let them have their secret thing. You know, they're Can just trying to LG? figure it out. I'm sorry. Go. They're pilot. They're pilot and co-pilot. Mm. Right? All of a sudden they see some crazy turbulence coming. Mm-hmm. And then that's and you are the passenger being like, why didn't you tell me about this? Because yeah. <laughs> your panicking is only gonna make this worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to get through the turbulence and then we'll let you and know. And then we'll tell you we're yeah, all yeah, good. Yeah, we are, we're all good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure they have dealt with, oh, we got to let so-and-so know. You're not. And I do understand why she feels betrayed a little yeah. bit. I do understand that she's like, well, I was a part of this. And they now, probably also feel terrible. Yeah, they probably. But to me, the only way they could hook up was before telling you. not. And if they had yeah. told you first, then it would have been the pressure of, well, is this a thing now? Yep. You, it gives them no casualness. Yep. So yep. let that go. Yep. On the topic of being the third wheel, you are the third wheel. Yeah, but there's you tricycles. Are, but there are tricycles. <laughs> you need to accept that and be okay with it. Yeah. If you want the friendship to keep going. And yep. I know that puts a lot of responsibility on you, but the the fact is nobody likes to hang with someone that makes themselves the victim. Yeah. And it's so they don't want to hear, oh, well, you two go off. Yeah, yeah. They want to hang with you when you hang with them. You you should invite them to things as is. You should keep, you know, pursuing them as friends. Yep. But you also have to allow for them to have be alone. And, you know, when you guys are at a bar, you have to allow for them to leave together. Yeah. You have to. And this is a changing dynamic. Here's the thing about friendships. Sometimes they end. Sometimes they're just a piece of your life. And when the dynamic changes, 
Sometimes people go, well, I'm not liking the new dynamic, and you might not like it. Sometimes the friends you have are the friends you need right now. That's right. Shelby is also a poet. This guy is coming in today. He's hot. God damn, Shelby. Here's the other thing. Four-star Shelby. Here's the other thing. When we always talk about the friend zone, I always say that it's like a lie. Like that person never really was your friend. Yeah. Not to be on the side of depressing news, but they both could have been using you to get to each other. Yeah. But they wouldn't. You know, was this whole friendship all built on, well, she's the one that, you know, passes the note in class for us. But now that the note's been passed and she checked yes. But the still hang. I don't need, you means know what I'm saying? Still good. Yeah. I hope they're still good. I'm just yeah. saying these are all things. Things change. People, People change. change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So to say, you know, everything is not going to be what it was and you have to see how it is and go forward. But also don't take this personally. Yeah. That's the worst for the friendship. Also, I know you th- you probably feel like, well, I'm the single one. Now you're the the star of the show. Yeah. Now they're going to want team effort. Team effort to get you a you guy. Out. You know, these are your best assets for a new guy. Yeah. Also, I've been living in a three-way relationship. You know, my best friend Anthony. Yeah, you and have. Tita, and he never gives a shit and he loves both people and he's mm-hmm. hilarious. He comes at we just go to dinner with him. Yeah. And it's super fun. The only thing that makes a third wheel is when you make it in your head. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, they're fucking, but also he's still I love mean, you. Anthony's an OKP okay in this podcast as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Anthony DeVito, very funny. What has there ever been a point where he, you were like, Ugh, stop it, Anthony? No, it's no, always been a part where I'm like, Tita, shut up. <laughs> Anthony's here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's times where I've where Anthony just walked into my house. Oh, no, I know you're in a relationship isn't like that, but I'm saying like, you know, for her, what could Anthony do to like, he could probably do no wrong. Yeah, she, yeah, she, <laughs> I mean, she loves him probably more than me. Yeah. They're more similar to each other than, than I am. They, I'm always attracted to people who are like a little more snipers and I'm a Gatling gun. Sure. I'm screaming. They're taking their shots. Mm-hmm. And they're both similar. So there are times where they just be sitting together. No one's talking. They're having a great time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like they, they have a great dynamic. So you find that dynamic and it's, it's a great dynamic. But that's the thing. You have to figure out the new dynamic. And it yeah. is new. Yeah. It ain't going to be the same. And you have to be okay with that. Yeah, just enjoy it. You have to be okay with change. And the people that go against the change in the friendship and the dynamic, they're the ones that the other people go, all right, let's get away from this person. They're yeah. fucking annoying. Also, if you don't enjoy it, it's okay to move on. Yeah. Realize, okay so, oh, I don't enjoy this. And don't hate them. Don't be mad. You just go find another couple to fucking frown on. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Greg Stone, thank you for answering the emails. Oh, what fun we had. At Greg F. Stone on Instagram. The amazing Greg Stone, the album. Go go support. Mm. That helps us out so much. He's got a new wife. He's got new a life. trip to Thailand. Well, yeah. It's all happening for it's Greg. It's all happening, baby. He just needs you getting the album. Let's do some news, Shelby. Guess familiar with the Kato diet? Keto or Kato? Let's go with Keto. Oh, okay. okay. I am familiar with this. It's a low-carb plan that emphasizes eating fat yeah. and protein with few to, fruits and vegetables. It used to be called the, the Atkins diet. It's become popular with slubs like Tim Tebow and Halle Berry. Slightly different, but yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you know Tita's a nutritionist. How different is the keto from... <laughs> Should ask Tita, not me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so... Sorry, Shelby. But uh, some diehard fans of the diet say the worst side effect 
is what's known as keto breath. Yeah, you get smelly breath from oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Some describe as overripe to rotten fruit or metallic. Ooh. But there may be an even more unfortunate odor, okay. which online keto lovers have dubbed keto crotch. What? Uh oh. Someone's balls <laughs> smell. Smells like bacon. <laughs> what is bacon balls? Bacon balls. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Symptom is a hot topic on medical message boards, Twitter, wow. and Reddit. Mm. So fun. With one person right, I am very smelly. Another. Is this male and female? Yes. Wow. Wow. I didn't know balls could ooze smell. Someone says, have you ever tried vegetarian keto and found a reduction in your funk factor, specifically below the belt? (laughs) Funk factor. Wow, that's fun. The word funk is such a great word for smell. Yeah. Yo, that guy's got a funk. He's got a funk. It's almost like a compliment. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I don't mind. I got a funk, baby. Yeah. Do you smell? I got a funk. Dude, Funky can town. you imagine? Funky Town's McCrotch. <laughs> Going to Funky Town. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I mean, can you imagine, okay, you lose 30 pounds, but your breath stinks. Yeah, that's the that's the Sophie's Choice, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do? Lose 30 pounds or my breath stinks? I, I'll you keep can, the weight. Right now, I'd snap my fingers. You lost 30 pounds, no, but I, your breath stinks. Nope. Here's why. Because. I would do it. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I'd do it. Let me tell you why you wouldn't. Why? Because you and I. We're wordsmen. <laughs> our bodies aren't. Our bodies aren't what we're get, without our getting. No, us no, no. Laid. That's not the key to our lives. It's it's no, the words. It's the words, that's and the right. words are our most important tool. Yeah, I could work. I could be four, two hundred pounds overweight. I'll still do all right with my words. Two hundred pounds. I'll say this: I could get down to, I could get down to ripped and shredded. Yeah, I'm not going to get laid more. Oh, really? If I can't do, if I can't use my charisma. Well, I mean, you're also married. <laughs> well, I'm still. Che- I cheat. I cheat. I'm, I'm very big on cheating. I'm still fucking. We just got married to me. I'm not. What fucking. a hilarious reveal at the end. <laughs> yeah, he gives right. his whole thing about his wedding, and then he goes, "Oh, but I cheat." Oh, well, an hour later, you cheat. You cheat. You fuck everyone. Yes, Shelby. If you 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 get you can't you, take you don't have thirty. Voice. You don't have thirty pounds to lose. But if you were to put on thirty pounds of muscles, but your breath stinks. Uh, yeah, I think I'm cool. You're fine. You don't need it. Don't need it. Okay. Shelby, you're willing to lose that voice, that fucking beautiful <laughs> movie Rhapsodic voice? Rhapsodic voice. The funk that would come out of there, man, that's one of your that's a key trait, Shelby. What if you went down on your girl on on your wife and she was like and you're like, Whoa, it stinks. But then she was like, Keto. <laughs> your wife gains thirty pounds. I don't care about her breath. I see the thing is people that get to know what's so I'm saying. She either has good breath or she puts on 30. Rock and bod or puts on 30. I'll, I'll take the, I don't mind the breath Rock and bod with bad breath or plus 30. Pounds. I'll take the breath with her because I could just keep her yeah. mouth shut. <laughs> keep her I, mouth I, I tell her, shut. I go, shut up. You shut up and you fuck me. That's what you're here for. And I'm cheating. And I'm cheating on you. Every day I cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we have another news story? We do. Let's do another one. Have either of you guys used 23 and me? Um, no, I don't really think it's the biggest. I, I 23 and me. Have you done it? No, because I, they take your DNA and you cold. What are you? I'm cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Greg just started putting on the blanket. <laughs> I don't think this is a blanket. I don't it know is a blanket. Is. I killed that bear. <laughs> Sorry. So 
What about twenty three in May? They do I'm give your a- government to the the police. They give your they give your stuff to the police and like the FBI and the government. Who thought it was a good idea? Who was like spinning into a cop going, "Yeah, they're just gonna send it just to me." Yeah, no, for free or for. Uh- uh, do they need no, a they warrant? No, they sell your stuff, probably. No, you said they're sending it to the government. Do the government need a warrant, or they just I think up? that's part of the whole thing, like all this data stealing. Technically, it's all this, and no, you're just you, giving it up. When you yeah. sign, no one's reading the, the dot. I don't know what the contract says when you sign up for 23andMe, but I'm sure you sign something. And they say, you say, oh, well, yeah, I want to get my DNA results. And we all thought, oh, look at that, a company. All they want is yeah, companies to, are to great. tell us where I'm from. And it's like, <laughs> no, the company wants to keep making money. They need to create new products. The, now you're the product. Yeah. And now they're selling your information. And I heard a lot of it's bullshit, too. Really? They're yeah. making shit up? I've, well, I've heard one, I've, I heard it was all bullshit. And then it made me think I did this like, Helped out, like, just recording this podcast where they were, like, it was one of these really in-depth, like, trying to find out this guy that was connected to the mob, and Mm -hmm. it was this big thing, and she was going to read, she was in the studio, he was at his home, like, finding out if he is really related to this big guy with the mob. He's, like, known these people and this, it's this whole thing, and we, she, like, reads, he, he opens his things up, like, we're recording his reaction to opening them up and like he lives in jersey or something and he finds out he is not related and it's so this whole reveal like Italian is my all. life a lie is it and then there's this like shit that comes out like oh yeah this is like a lot of it's bullshit when they're like oh i'm five sixteen well, and this and that i, and I gotta that. i gotta say i see no reason to get a 23 me I, the only thing that can happen it's either you find out nothing or you find out your whole life was a lie. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> why yeah. do we want that? Yeah. I, and Italian, that's going to be the worst one to find out is a lie because you're walking around and oh, hey, the pasta. Yeah, we love a brujol. Your personality loud. comes with yeah, that. Yeah, now it's like, then you find out it's like, oh, you, you're actually yeah. you know, from Finland. The same with the Jews. All of a sudden I realized the soup hasn't been too cold this whole time. Yes. I find out the apartment isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an issue with any manager. There's never been a draft. Yeah, yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> I I just think it's like it, it, to me the toll twenty three me is like very of the moment. Yeah, it's very much like to me it's a lot of people that feel well maybe I have an interesting story to you tell. Make the like, interesting story, dummy. Yeah, be the interesting story. Make your story. You got damn right. Tony you know, maybe I'm related to some guy who was cool. Why don't you be the guy who was yeah, cool? Yeah, it just I don't know. It, it feels like. I agree. The dumbest thing and, you know, oh, well, this isn't your dad. And the risk. Happy Christmas. <laughs> and yeah. the risk is they could be stealing your DNA. Yeah. So in the year 30,000, all of a sudden you're reborn as yep. some kind of slave for 23andMe. There it is. Sign me out. Yeah. <laughs> slave for 23andMe. <laughs> Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Well, that wasn't the news story. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man, we got excited. Go. A California woman says her missing piece has been found after learning that she has 22 half-siblings that she never knew she had. So I actually know someone. Is this... Do you know who the dad is? Well, she was raised by a man who is not her biological father. This is what I'm talking about. Mm. The only thing these can do is... You either... You either... Your life is not anything or it's the most tragic novel ever. Now you got 20 cousins you got to go fucking to weddings There's someone I met. I don't want to tell the story out of turn... But there's someone I met who, 23 of me, and then found out they were one of like 
their dad was a you know sperm donor and then the guy the dad was like somewhat famous and they are all they're all making a documentary together and i'm like good for them but like that's gotta you know and they were like all thanks to these you know dna services and it's like i'm sure that's gonna be an amazing moment for them but i'm like that's one story out of a billion yeah they should do 23 and me too where it's just uh, you uh, get someone's DNA and then you can find out whether or not they've uh, you know sexually harassed somebody or something. <laughs> that took a long way to get to it. <laughs> you know where we were going. I knew where we were going. Yeah, from the minute I said it. I knew it from the beginning, and I'm happy it, it happened. It wasn't worth it. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. The face you make for every sound effect. <laughs> of, it's like a father who looks at his kid after he hits a jump shot. Like, you didn't think so I still proud. had it, huh? You didn't, you didn't think I could do this? So proud. <laughs> Shelby at Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Go follow. Go, 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 go. Follow Greg Stone. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Greg's Greg F. Stone on Instagram. The amazing Greg Stone is the album. Go, go, go. Get it now. I'm Jared Freed. I'm coming to Philly. The Punchline, May 2nd through 4th. A lot of shows. Going to be a blast. Get those tickies now, people. We'll be back next episode. Boom.